everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Water Trio Astrology Podcast. We're just uh, continuing to bring our giggles in from our pre-show chat um, and that's hopefully going to lead to a really fun episode. We're going to be talking about the astrology of the week starting October 7, 2019. I can barely focus. How are you two going? I have to stop talking. <laughs> We know you're hungry, Sorry. Kelly, but you're taking one for the team and we're doing all these recordings it's and you can like have it, breakfast soon. I could tell Leash was like about to laugh, so I was like trying to hold my own laugh back. And I was watching Cass because she was like holding back a laugh too, but in a very controlled way. So <laughs> giggles all round this morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, listeners. Uh, yeah. So another week where what, what, we're like, we're so into October now. We, this is like the midway. I can't look at the month of September. That's going to screw me up. So let's uh, gonna look at this on screen. Right. Yes. Yeah, so the middle of October. So Cass, I think... No, Leash, no, you're first. I'm up first. Yeah, I'm like, we're doing some. I know, it's, we're like that, aren't we, today? And Leash, you did a great summary. You're like, it's a Uranus, Saturn, Uranus week. That's kind of how the theme of our aspects uh, is going to play out. So I can just hear, of course, some drilling going on in the background. So I do apologize if that's coming through on the mic at all. Um, but Leash, that's very Mercury Uranus of me to have drilling while you're going to tell us about Mercury yes. Uranus. And I think also the kind of infectious giggly laughter as well is a very Mercury-Uranus. So we've got Mercury as the first planet in Scorpio and this is back when it's 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 sudden, everything's reconnecting to Uranus in Taurus, which is opposite, Scorpio being opposite Uranus. So we're bringing to life all the Uranus stories, um, all those things, all those shifts, all those rumblings under the ground that have started pretty much March this year, although there was the the um, feelings of it last year. But here is where it's the opposition. So it's that polarity between Scorpio and Taurus. It's like, how far do I dig or how much do I need to actually just keep things on a level, keep things at the surface? So I feel like, you know, I always love Mercury and Uranus having that um, myself. So it's always, you know, these bright ideas or insightful thoughts or, you know, unique ways of doing things. But there's this feeling of it because we've got Mercury and Scorpio. He's like digging down for the gems and might be digging down and bringing up these fresh ideas. And Uranus and Taurus is like, well, okay, let's shake things up so we can create that. Let's shake things up so we can make that happen. So I don't know. It's it's a kind of a, a sense of deep diving so we can actually create some authentic change in our lives. So whatever that Uranus story has been for you and it's a chance to really wrap your mind around it, but to dig underneath and say, okay, what are the blockages that might be happening? What are the things that might be holding you back? How do you need to think about those old patterns and, and what are you willing to kind of shift a bit on or budge a bit on or, or be willing to create some room to move? I feel like, you know, there's actually some really, um, interesting ideas that may come through and some really innovative conversations that we can have at this time, but making sure that we're not being held back by our own, um, dare I say it, 
Taurus stubbornness um, or Scorpio stubbornness as well. I will 100% fly the flag for the fixed stubbornness of Scorpio. Um, yeah, there will be really a, a, a chance to really shift whatever's been holding you uh, at this time. What about you girls? What do you think of this? Look, I do love a Mercury Uranus aspect because I find it's very good for shifting perspective. It can create breakthroughs in the mind or in communication patterns and strategies. I know it's an opposition, so there's that idea of like maybe some tension or some back and forward, but it does feel like there's a lot of excitement to kick off this week around thinking about things differently, thinking outside the box. I think that was a phrase that you had used, Cass, earlier today in one of our conversations. I'm not sure whether it was on camera or off camera, but it's that idea of just getting out of stuck old patterns. So considering things from alternative perspectives or maybe realizing that you're going to need to use technology or you know some sort of modern device or gadget more than you might like. I know for me, I'm, you know, I'm a late or slow adopter when it comes to all kinds of new technology, but it's this sort of Mercury Uranus, which is like, oh, it would be easier if there was an app for that, or if I just use this piece of software instead of doing this manually, for instance. So yeah, it's a like a, a busy mental vibe, but I think within that there can be some changes to um, thinking patterns, which I think is always a wonderful and exciting thing to have come through. What about you, Cass? For, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Kel. I love a Mercury-Uranus aspect too. And, yeah, as you said, it's the opposition. But sometimes I like the perspective of an opposition is that you might be kind of stuck in one position. And, we hey, we are talking about fixed signs here. So you're stuck in one position. Then Uranus from the other side is going, hey, well, you know, here's where the grass may or may not be greener. And it's inviting you to perhaps um, ask those uh, questions like what do I have to do to go to this place you know from this place to this place you know and there's an exploratory or an opening with an opposition and it's kind of funny like if you go out to dinner with a partner or romantic interest or whatever you don't sit next to each other in order to really kind of get to know one another or or reconnect it's opposite each other and that's where you can really uh, find that that flow of connection it, that is similar yet different. And I think the opposition can uh, help us get out of that stagnant mindset and see what other perspectives are out there. doesn't mean you have to take them on board or go with that flow or do that thing, but it does, you know, uh, you know, bend the mind or open the mind or shape the mind to what could be possible. And there is that Uranian factor too, that it is a little bit like, uh, you know, that new frontier or that new sense of newness. And we are talking about two fixed signs. So might be having to break some patterns or break some communication patterns or break some uh, self-fulfilling narratives, you know, Mercury and Scorpio. So I think there's a lot that can be mined from this aspect um, if you're willing to budge, at least metaphorically speaking. <laughs> you don't have to change your ways, but at least think about changing your ways. That's beautiful. Love it. So it's a very exciting, stimulating start for the week. Mm. Uh, and then there's like a total tone change as we come to the later that day, basically. I think uh, this next aspect, which is the sun square Saturn, might be the next day for you guys in Australia. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't... it's about 5 a.m. here. Okay, yeah. So 
like Monday morning, you know, it's like getting up, being all excited. I'm going to try something new this week. Or maybe I've got this plan and then it gets a bit disrupted or changed. Then we get the sun square Saturn, which is a pretty big aspect. You know, we've talked a lot, I think, in our last episode around the cat or maybe two episodes ago, Cancer and Capricorn and Libra being this kind of middle point. And so this aspect with the sun in Libra, square Saturn in Capricorn, in some ways is a little bit of a pressure point or a turning point on some of the themes that were really active in the middle of the year, the June, July, August period. Mm. Uh, so there is that continuity of like, right, we, we did have this big launch forward or we did have this big stuff happened in the mid, middle of the year, the northern summer. Uh, how are we tracking with that? You know, are we in our integrity around it? Because that's a really big word for Libra is integrity or I'm staying in my right alignment. Sun square Saturn, though, from a personal level, I always find is about identity. It's about redefining your sense of who you are and clarifying what you will and won't stand for. And I think the sun square Saturn, it's going to highlight leaders and leadership. So we may see some um, of the, the mainstream press or the news, you know, issues to do with leaders. But sun square Saturn on the micro level is like, how are you stepping into leadership or taking ownership of things in your own life? And it's, it's a square aspect. So there's some friction or the need to make adjustments. You know, you might've thought this was how things were going to plan out, pan out, but now we need to accommodate, you know, other people's input and we might need to have, we might need some wiggle room here. Uh, what do you guys think about this aspect? Some square satin, kind of a busy start to the week really, isn't it? I think yeah, some um, square I'll go leash. You go, Cass. <laughs> we both paused and then we both were launched. Um, okay, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes the sun square satin can almost feel like a bit of an ego hit or mm -hmm. an ego bruising. Like it might kind of be um, you haven't kind of – it might be this realisation, oh, maybe I didn't work as hard on that as I thought I did or maybe I need to pull my socks up regarding this or maybe I'm not as far along the journey as I hoped I would be or there can almost be this sense of like uh, you know almost feeling of lack or not feeling as perhaps solar or bright when Saturn is kind of grinding up against the sun there but you know it can almost feel like a little bit of um, you know tail between your legs or you know licking your wounds a little bit but then it also give you that sense of okay where you need to improve or where you need to like um, put a bit more elbow grease into something or um, work a little bit harder on. So sometimes it can be a little bit sobering, like, um, you know, so you're still the sun is still nice and bright and shiny, but it's a bit of an overcast day and it'll pass, but um, it might also give you a little bit of a, um, you know, a gentle nudge of where things can be um, improved or maybe some limits you've even got to put down if you are perhaps running yourself a little bit thin on the ground as well. Yeah, about, what I was your point going to be, Leishi? Yeah, the, the bruising thing is for sure, Cass, absolutely. Um, yeah, Leish, tell us your thoughts on Sun Square Saturn. Yeah, well, we've got the Sun in Libra, so it's it's in its fall here. And I feel like, you know, clients I see with Sun Square Saturn especially with the Libra component in it, it's almost like they're putting everybody else ahead of their, themselves and not thinking about what they need. And it's so it's a chance to really put some boundaries in place, like you were talking about, Cass, about, okay, 
where am I looking after myself and where am I not? Where am I putting everybody else first and where do I actually need to create some, you know, some boundaries around this? And also where am I going to listen to other people's opinions about me and where am I not? You know, where am I going to stand in my own place and my own truth and know that what I've done is actually a good job and I've done hard work. And those that maybe, as you were talking about Cass bruising my ego, may not actually really know, may not have the full picture on where you've been trying to shine your light. So I just feel like with the Libran component, it just feels like we might be giving away too much to others and giving away too much thinking to the opinions or the authority or the respect of others instead of taking it in on ourselves. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on this. Love it. What were you going to say, Kel? Oh yeah, just the bruising thing. Like, I mean, you guys have just said some really beautiful points. It's it's uncomfortable for the sun to be in square aspect to Saturn, you know. It's mm-hmm. the main source of light. Saturn is like the planet of darkness. And so there is this clash between having to see things that you normally don't see or the, the, the image that I keep getting with sun square Saturn is like bumping into a brick wall, thinking yeah. that, you know, you're doing well or that you've been going, you've been achieving your goals and then you realise, oh, you get a bit of a reality check. So it's like being really honest Uh and then making some adjustments. You know, it's not all is not lost. Everything is not a failure, but it's just realizing that effort is needed. I mean, Saturn is a taskmaster at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 We learn mastery through hard lessons with Saturn, that's for sure. Yeah. And I, I always think with Saturn too, you know, it's about rewards and consequences. So where you have actually been doing the hard yards and putting that extra effort in, Mm. you can see, right, this one thing is now more stable or I've seen some progress. But on the other hand, you may have had to sacrifice five things to get that achievement in that one area. So there's always questions, I think, around time management with Saturn that come up. Uh, And you made a beautiful point, Leash. The sun in Libra is so keen to kind of please others or to collaborate that it doesn't always respect its limits. So if you haven't been keeping to a timeline or a schedule or some sort of set of boundaries that is really important for you, you might deal with the consequences of that um, at the start of this week. And that could look like I was meant to spend an hour a night working on this thing because there's a deadline. And because I was helping out a friend or doing this thing for my child, Mm -hmm. I'm now not going to be able to make my deadline. And so I think if it's with the sun square Saturn, as soon as you realize you're going to be in a position where you can't keep an obligation to someone else, it's the onus is then on you to let them know and to discuss, you know, can someone else step in or can we renegotiate the the deadline or the due date or whatever it happens to be? Yeah. Yeah. There is, there is that reap what you sow with Saturn, isn't there? So it's best to be honest and upfront with this kind of stuff so that you don't end up with, yeah, crappy consequences. Totally, totally. So that's like a really big start to the week, but I know that there is some exciting, maybe juicy action coming towards the end of the week. And Cass, I think you're going to tell us about this, aren't you? Yeah, about the juicy, exciting stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess we <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to bring it, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so I guess that in some respects, you know, we've already sort of touched on a few of those main themes with the Mercury-Uranus opposition, but 
I believe it's on the 13th. Um, we've got Venus coming up to oppose Uranus at five Taurus and five Scorpio. Well, Uranus is uh, five Taurus. Venus is five Scorpios. So, you know, some of those Mercury and Scorpio themes that we dealt with earlier in the week, you know, broadening our, our perspectives or being willing to change an idea or something around it. Now it can be about putting those fresh perspectives into a relationship, a friendship. I mean, we often do associate Venus with um, the more romantic side of things, but mm. it can also be with, you know, your bosom buddy or your, you know, BFF mm. and that or whoever is, you know, what I would kind of call your kin or those you're close to. Um, it yep. might also bring up uh, these themes around, you know, being honest or changing routines or changing habits. You know, Venus is also that planet that's about our, our personal desires and aesthetics and luxuries too. So it might even be about breaking out of some habits if you're in a little bit of a rut um, or if you're kind of just been doing the same things all the time. And I know that, you know, even though we're recording this a little bit in advance, I've even got a few social things happening that are getting me out of a little bit of a rut. So I can see how these aspects are kind of lining up before I even really consciously thought about them a great deal deal but you know Taurus and Scorpio they are really kind of stagnant heavy signs that are really reluctant to budge and then the jolting or the volatizing aspect of um, Uranus coming along it's like well if this isn't working why are we doing the same thing all the time so let's switch things up let's try a few new things or at least, you know, be open to the possibility of a new perspective or a new outlook. And that can just really breathe in some fresh life and some, you know, fresh, just newness and freshness to the, the Venus Scorpio um, side of things as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think that's definitely got a lot of, uh, you know, possibility to get out of some old habits. Totally. It's such a fun one for like, I'm, when you were talking, Cass, I'm like, oh, new makeup um, or new, like <laughs> buying a top in a color that you wouldn't normally wear or like a lipstick shade. I mean, you know what that Venus is, that beauty, that appearance, you know, it's, it's sort of the style, the way that you want to present yourself in addition to how you interact with people. But it's definitely about, I mean, I totally agree. It's about trying different things getting out of a rut, getting out of your comfort zone, making things more exciting by, because, you yeah. know, they say novelty and newness is what leads to interest and excitement. So things that are different. Yeah. What about you, Leish? Well, we've got Venus in a water sign here too. Um, I feel like it might be around matters of the heart, but our own heart and, and speaking honestly from there to make changes. So where we might be struggling in relationships. And as you say, Cass, you know, it's those areas where we, those people we feel equal with. So this could even be business partners or things like that. It's like, okay, how can I make sure that the power dynamics are equal? And I'm speaking from a place of honesty and authenticity so that we can get things right and, and shake things up so that the new that the chips can fall into place in a new way. I was like speaking about Uranus as a mosaic. It like it comes and smashes things apart so we can create something more beautiful from it. And it feels like that's a kind of a good analogy for this energy of Venus who wants to create, you know, the beauty like you were talking about, Kel. Um, but doing it in a different way. I mean, Venus in Scorpio, 
speaking as somebody who has this, can be a bit naughty and she can be (gasps) a little bit. (laughs) She can be a bit naughty, can she? Um, (laughs) Do you care to elaborate or shall we put that back in the vaults? Actually, I think you were the one that told me that years and years and years ago. And then, <laughs> But, yeah, it, there's that whole thing of like, okay, what are the things that maybe you do for yourself that aren't that supportive and helpful that you can shake up and do in a different way or those honest conversations you can have with a loved one to bring you closer together, um, so to break down any old walls or any things that aren't suiting the both of you any longer. So, yeah. That's my take on it. Love it. Anything you want to add there, Cass? No, I think it's just, um, you know, an invitation from the cosmos to try something new and just, you know, go for something different, even if it does, you know, create a little bit of discomfort or, um, you know, oh, I'm not going to do that. You know, wherever you feel that resistance rise, that's your invite to push forward and push into it. Excellent. So a few different vibes to play around with this week. You may have a very exciting weekend with that Venus-Uranus aspect. Uh, What do either of you want to share with our listeners coming up uh, (laughs) (laughs) mid-October? I'll be having... Great (laughs) question. I'll be putting my next new moon group up this week. So it will be for the new moon in Scorpio later this month. I'm not exactly sure when, but anyway, jump on my website and have a look for when that's going to happen. What about you girls? Cass, anything that you've Um, got going on? Yeah, again, like we're recording this a little bit in advance, so I haven't fully decided what I'm going to be doing yet, but uh, when it comes, it'll be uh, available on the website and on social media and hopefully in the show notes too. So there will be something, maybe a webinar or a short course, but I am still in the planning, nutting out the details, as they say. So join Cassandra's email list to get all the details there and same for Leash to get the details on her new moon uh, event as well. I don't have anything special. I mean, I'm thinking it's a Uranus weekend. There's a chance that I might have a teaching thing, but I don't know yet. So um, definitely make sure you're in touch with us. Keep keep the surprises coming. Uh, But we will share all with you as we get details. And thank you so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye, girls. Bye. See you later.